You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon to you. Jimmy B and Trent. Right here on the Big Talker 1700, we say hello to you on a Wednesday. And we have a terrific show lined up for you today. Uh, coming up at 420, Rob Howe will join us, Hawkeye Nation. Latest on the Hawks, they get ready to see if they can snap their two-game losing skid. Uh, and they will host Illinois coming up on Saturday. Seth Gruen will join us, Major League Baseball at 440. And then at 520, a new feature for the Jimmy B and TC show. A BC Divide. Cody Peck, part of the BC Divide, will be our guest once again uh, on Iowa State and on Iowa. The BC Divide with Cody Peck coming up at 520. Trent, I thought about you, brother, last night. I know that you were working, calling the volleyball game. Yep. And when it was, when it was three to nothing, I said, I got to send him a text. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I knew you were working. I uh-huh. knew you were concentrating. And then all hell broke loose and the roof caved in. I'm sorry, pal. Oh, it's all right. You know, that, that's a part of things. I have, uh, I have finally got through the day. Not quite the same pep in my step that I had yesterday as I was excited about that baseball game. But uh, you could have texted me, Jimmy B., because my phone wasn't on. I turned it off at 7 o'clock, <laughs> got home last night from Carlisle about 9.30 or so. Still okay. didn't turn the phone on, drove, uh, just listened to music, FM on the drive home, no AM radio. I made sure, you know, if there was ever like a DJ that was coming on, just in case. It, it was highly doubtful they were going to say right. anything on FM radio about, you know, what was happening with that. But I, I still was very quick to the trigger, change the channels, get home, flip the game on, DVR, start from the beginning, pumped up early on. And then, of course, I saw what everybody else saw. It just took me a little bit longer to catch up. So wrapped up the game last night uh, through the DVR at about 11.15. Finally turned the phone back on. The text messages were plentiful. But, uh, yeah, in the end, the twins go down. And, and as a fan, Jimmy B, it's that tough spot because I want to keep watching this team. It, it went poorly. Irvin Santana just didn't have it. You could see from the get-go his slider didn't have the same bite that it normally did. Brios mm-hmm. comes in. We know talented and a lot of upside in the future. Still a moment incredibly difficult for him. I, I just I enjoyed watching this team so much, and I guess this is the avenue when you're one of the wildcard teams. It's a one-and-done scenario. You hate to see your team lose because of this. I don't get to see him anymore, and as a fan, that's disappointing. I, I understand perfectly. Uh, it'll be interesting to see... And you're right, what takes place next season for the Twins. But you know what, Trent? If you are a Twins fan, I I know how excited you were yesterday about the game. I mean, you were like a little schoolboy. You were so jacked. And and I don't blame you be, being a fan like that. And when it was three to nothing, I thought, oh, my gosh, this this would be unbelievable. And the 33 and 88 that you gave me is the statistic on how the Yankees have owned the Twins. And I did tell you yesterday, well, they had won 33, right? but they couldn't win 34. No, 34 was not meant to be. An unbelievable start to the game. You get the leadoff owner from Dozier. Hey, how about the guy in his Twins cap? Can you imagine this scenario? You go out, you go from Minnesota, more than likely, to New York, to watch your team, 
You're just in the building. You're in Yankee Stadium, maybe for the first time ever. You're seeing a playoff game. A home run comes right at you, and the dork yeah. falls over. He doesn't even get the baseball. I mean, come on. The first leadoff home run in Twins postseason history, and the goober falls over. That was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. I, <laughs> did you replay it a couple of times? Did oh, you use bunch. the DVR and go, oh, yeah. oh did you? Okay. Oh, I, I watched so, that thing over I, and over because I wanted to see Dozier hit the home run over and over yeah, and over. Me. Right. At the time, yes. I felt like, well, maybe this is the only lead they're going to have in the game, not knowing what was going to happen later there that inning. My wife uh, watched the beginning of the game. She also did a good job, did her good wifely duties, and she didn't watch the game. She watched it with me. And well, the beginning of it, and then she went to bed. But uh, you know, so she she was just chuckling too. She thought that was hilarious. So we probably watched that the replay of that home run and that guy back there, that goober falling over uh, at least a half dozen times. It, it was it, one of the highlights of the game, no doubt. I, yes, it was. Aside from the two home runs that took place uh, for the Twins, uh, that guy, he I th- I'm surprised that he wasn't all over Twitter, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I, I, I just kind of thought that people would be posting that where that guy fell over like that. Look, if you got to give it up to the Yankees. I mean, you really do. Their pitcher... Doesn't even get out of the first inning. Right. Doesn't even get out of the first inning, Trent. And the Yankees then still find a way to battle back. They were patient against Santana. I think I saw, and, and I mean, you know, the, you're into the game more than I was, but I think the first 15 hitters that he faced, he was behind in the count on every hitter. Not a surprise. Every hitter. Yeah. He was behind on on the count. I mean, you you can't pitch like that and expect to win. You're going to get beat up, and he did. Yeah, you certainly can't do it against that Yankees lineup. And it just no. felt like, oh, Aaron Judge is up again, huh? Todd Frazier's their number <laughs> nine hitter, a guy that's hit 30 home runs seemingly every year of his career. Here's their number nine hitter. They got right. just up and down that lineup. And this is a Yankees team that wasn't anticipated to be very good. They chased Severino. That was my hope. I, I was hopeful that they were able to get to be able to do that. They did, but still, Jimmy B, oh boy, up and down that lineup. This Yankees team, they're built to win the way the baseball's currently constructed. Baseball, it's a different game than it was even three, four years ago, Jim. It's about having those power arms in the bullpen, going out, get four, five, six innings if you're lucky out of your starter. And then you turn over the bullpen when you get to postseason baseball. It just It's such a different game in the postseason. The Yankees are long odds right now, but I give them a big shot to beat the Indians. I'm with you. I, they can play with anybody. There's no question with that lineup. And if they can get some of their pitching to hold up. Look, their bullpen was pretty solid, Trent. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised about that, that they were able then to pretty much, aside from the what extra run, that the Twins got when it was 4-4, I, 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 I was a little surprised uh, that their bullpen was able then to really shut the door on Minnesota throughout the later innings. But they were able to do that. And the bats, boy, they got, you're not kidding, they, they, they got a lineup that's just unbelievable. Uh, it's, I, I, look, I know that, that they, they pay an exorbitant amount in salaries, and the Minnesota Twins do not. We, we both understand that perfectly. But if you're going to win and want to be a winner, unfortunately, you got to pay the piper, and it comes in salaries to top players. 
Well, uh, more baseball conversation tonight. It's the Diamondbacks and Rockies. We're not going to hit that real hard, though. We'll talk a little bit later with Seth Gruen about that uh, coming up here at about 4:40. Get his thoughts on. Let that me give you. Up. Let me give you. Let me give you one stat out of that. Okay. All right. Grenke Grenke is the starter for Arizona tonight. He is 13 and one at home. That's good. 13 and one. Yeah, I'd say that's real good. That's good. <laughs> Well, uh, Jimmy B., uh, of course, uh, the decision was made today by the Cubs what they're going to do in Mm -hmm. Game 1 and and the way they set their rotation. The last couple of years, it's been their free agent acquisition, John Lester, who was a starter in Game 1, but uh, they're turned over to Kyle Hendricks. I I was a little surprised with that, and I, I, I guess it... You know, maybe they just feel better about Hendricks right now. He was pretty solid down the stretch. So uh, Lester's going to pitch game two. So, I mean, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Madden, Madden tries to outsmart everybody every game. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But that's just Joe being Joe. So uh, I'm okay with it. I mean... You still don't know yet if, if they're going to have, meaning the Nationals, what Serzer's going to do. Haven't heard on him yet, have you? Uh, he is not going to be pitching uh, until more than likely game three is what they're okay. saying with that one. So okay. he's going to be pushed back. Two guys uh, dealing with hamstring issues right now, Scherzer for the Nats, and, of course, Arietta who's slated to pitch in game four mm-hmm. uh, if he's available to go. If not, they can bring Hendricks back on short rest. There's talk about doing that. So still a lot of decisions to be had here. You know, the way they're going to set up their lineup, their rotation, how many t- players they're going to bring along out of the bullpen for the DS. But Hendricks set to go in game number one for the Cubs. You got a feeling on this series, Jimmy B? No, I don't. I, uh, I for one, I, I really don't know. And I and I know that the Cubs, you know, played very solidly in the second half. They needed to, and they did. The Nationals, on the other hand, they were just good all year. Good all year. Have you heard any more on the status of Bryce Harper? Good to go. Good to go. Good to all go. Right. Yep. So, all right. So if that's the case, uh, I, I still like the Nats in this series. I'm with you. Yeah, I I do. I I just I I'm just un I'm unsure, you know, which Cubs team you're going to get from night to night. Are you going to get the one that's really really good? You're going to get the one that's just okay, or the one that sucks. <laughs> so, uh, it's that, that's that's kind of the way the season was, Be, because you really didn't get the really really good team until later in the second half of the season. And you were getting the one that sucked and the one that was just okay through the first half. It's so it's it's a different ball game when you I mean you can at the playoffs you, you and I talk about it all the time. Hundred and sixty two, that's a long, long schedule, and now it's on. Yeah, and, and this Nationals lineup what they have top to bottom, yes. they they are incredibly good. We know the one thing though, their bullpen it has some big issues there. Even after the moves that they made, bringing in Doolittle, bringing in Kinsler, it's still not a bullpen that I know uh, Nats fans are overly impressed by still. Uh, They are the favorite, and the odds uh, have been released for the divisional uh, series. I have the odds here online, Jimmy B. 
The Cubs are a slight underdog, plus 110. The Nats, minus 130. In okay. the American League, the Yankees, plus 150. The Indians, minus 185. And over in the other uh, divisional series, the Red Sox, plus 145. And the Astros, negative uh, 165. Got to lay 160 on Houston in that one there. Uh, looking at those prices, I like the Nats. And I like the mm-hmm. Yankees at 3-2. to two. Yeah, I do too. I, I'm with you. Look, everybody believes that the Indians are going to cruise here. Uh, I think I think Houston takes care of Boston, and and I, I I all of a sudden just seeing what I saw last night from the New Yorkers, it really kind of uh, flipped the switch for me because I was really leaning Cleveland Indians really heavily, and then seeing those bats look, they're going to get better pitching. Indians have better better pitching, but if the Yankee bats continue to swing the way that they were swinging last night, Trent, they could beat anybody, mm-hmm. anybody on a given night the way that they were playing last night. Yeah, they swing it like that, and the bullpen is locked in. They got yeah. arms up and down. They are uh, they're set to win in the postseason. I certainly like the Yankees. Uh, revisionist history, maybe, but... Jim, we talked about that a couple of times the last few months. Uh, there's something about this Yankees team, not just the mystique, but the way they're built. Postseason's a different game, and we're going to see that again tonight with another postseason game, the wild card game, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. When we come back on the other side, time to talk a little Hawkeyes. They get ready with Illinois coming to town over the weekend. Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation. He'll be our first guest today. Seth Gruen will be here. We'll talk baseball with him. Also maybe slide in a little Big Ten football talk. And then Cody Peck from BC Divide. We're talking Cyclones at 515 today. All to come, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Sponsored by Walgreens. It's easy to get your flu shot at Walgreens and help make a difference. Simply get a shot and give a shot. No appointment necessary. Vaccine restrictions apply. See pharmacy for details. Are you going to the Central Iowa Business Conference on October 11th? It's a day focused on helping Central Iowa businesses master their processes and accelerate their success. I'm Todd McDonald from ATW Training Solutions. My team and I will be attending because we know that in order to move forward, you sometimes need to take a step back, look at where you are and where you want to go. October 11th is one of those days for us. We're looking forward to hearing from nationally recognized authors that are excited to help Central Iowa companies. One of those authors is Gino Wickman, author of the best-selling book, Traction. We've seen the success of his traction concepts not only in our own business, but many of the companies we work with. We're also looking forward to hearing from Vicki Halsey, co-author of the book Legendary Service, because we know how important it is to take care of our customers. If you're looking to master your business, come learn from the experts. The Central Iowa Business Conference is presented by EO Iowa and Mediacom. For more information, visit centraliowabusinessconference.com 
or contact the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme V V-Plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme V V-Plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Shuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames. Or shulinghitch.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back in, everybody. Jimmy B. and Trent. We roll all the way until 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, always a good time when we get a chance, if we're going to talk Hawkeyes, with Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Rob, good afternoon, man. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. Um, anytime you have a stinker, a clunker, something like that, you always look for a slump buster. The slump buster for Iowa has got to be Illinois. 
not a not a better time for that team to show up in Kinnick, Rob. Yeah, maybe if they showed up a few weeks ago instead of Penn State, that would have been a better time. But but yeah, I, I, I get where you're going with that. Yeah, they um, Illinois is not a good football team, and, and Iowa should be able to work through some of its issues this week against Illinois um, and be able to come out on top. I, it's a good it's a it's a good game for them to try to fix things. I guess is is what you would say. Well, the uh, one part of the team certainly that needs some fixing right now is that offensive line and getting the run game going. And how I was built in the 18 years of Kirk Ferentz, it starts up front. This offensive line has had issues. Two talented teams certainly that they played the last couple of weeks, but we've seen them be able to move the football at least on the ground against teams like this, and that hasn't been the case. Talk about maybe some shuffling of the chairs out there. What do you expect to see in the run game Saturday against the Illini? I really think they've got to take advantage of what defenses are giving them, Trent, instead of trying to run into the brick wall. Um, and I think they know that. Last week was tough because the field position was so bad so many times, especially early in that game. Um, and then they had the turnovers. But they've got to do something to keep defenses honest. Penn State blitzed a ton. Um, Michigan State may have, you know, may not have blitzed as much, but they did quite a, quite a bit and loaded the box. That's just hard for any offensive line to deal with. They've, you know, they're they're having to block more guys than they have, and that's you know that's real difficult to do. Um, and then you have a couple, you know, younger tight ends who are really good in the passing game, and T.J. Hokinson and Noah Fant, but are still works in progress. Um, you know, in terms of blocking, and, and George Kittle's not there anymore, um, and they've chosen to not use uh, Peter Picar as much. He's more of a blocking tight end. They're going with the with the pass-catching tight end. So it's all that stuff. It's the wide receivers not blocking as well as they need to be, um, and it's defenses taking advantage of a young quarterback. They're giving him looks to throw him off. He's audibling into run plays where they know that where they're going. Um, and I think to remedy that, they're going to have to do more quick passing. Get, get wildly in space. Don't run him out of the eye all the time into a brick wall. Swing passes. Um, put him in the slot. Uh, screen passes, whatever you need to do to get the ball in his hands in space, that, that to me is what you need to do to loosen this thing up a little bit. Let me drop this on you. The loss of James Butler, it seems to me that it's maybe taken a bigger toll than what people thought. I think it forced Ferentz, the offensive coordinator Ferentz, to sort of change a little bit of what the offense, because he couldn't have Butler and Wadley on the field at the same time. Do you buy into that or not? No, I certainly think that's a, a good point, Jim. And, and, you know, that was the plan going in all through camp, and then it got taken out from under them in the North Texas game, and they've been adjust, trying to adjust since then against two pretty good defenses. Um, but they talked about this week, both Wadley and, and Kirk Ferentz, that, they expect to be a more of a rotation this week, more of getting Ivory Kelly Martin involved and getting getting Torin Young involved and, and being able to maybe use Wadley in different ways. And I think, like I talked about earlier um, in speaking to Trent's question, that's good. If you can get your better players on the field to, to make plays, and I think Ivory Kelly Martin is a playmaker, um, and Torin Young is more of a, a physical running back, I think both of those guys can help this offense. And I and I don't want to go without saying that, you know, losing Ike Bucker is, has been a, a big deal. I, I didn't know if it would be as big a deal as it is, uh, but having to move Sean Wells from his 
comfortable spot at right guard out to right tackle and shuffle that line, and then Boone Myers not being at 100%. Not to make excuses, but those two injuries have been pretty big for this team this year. Yeah, certainly much more substantial than I think a lot of us expected uh, with that one. And and Welsh, you know, he did a good job a couple years back out at Northwestern when he was kicked out there to right tackle spot. He just looks like he's struggling right now out there in space. Maybe it's time to see if uh, the youngster Tristan Wirfs can can help things out. The one uh, positive note is what's happening over on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, After that initial series against Michigan State, they locked down Played incredibly well, only gave up three points over the final three quarters. This defense, uh, haven't seen a ton of depth outside of what they've done rotation-wise with the front four. Can they uh, can they keep this up, or are they going to have to build some depth along the way, especially maybe at linebacker? Yeah, I think they're going to ride with these horses as long as they can, Trent. Um, you know, getting Brandon Snyder back, which it sounds like he's going to play at least in some capacity this week in the secondary, um, will be big, not only from a you know, from from a cerebral point of view because he knows the defense so well and will help so much in that back end, um, but also just a lift because he's a team leader um, and he's a pretty good football player. He started to play better as last season went on. He's going to be rusty initially, um, but I think that would help them and potentially create a uh, maybe a three man rotation in that in that safety in those safety spots with Hooker's ability to play both free and strong. Uh, I could see him maybe lining up with Snyder at some, you know, Snyder at free, uh, Hooker at, at strong safety, and then Taylor in there working at strong safety as well. So I'll be interested to see how how that unfolds. And it seems like, um, you know, they're after that after those two. I think Michigan State scored on two of their first three drives. They scored touchdowns. Right. They kind of settled in after that, and, and like you said, they played really strong after that. You know, it seems like Josie Jewell is everywhere on the field. That every time he makes a tackle, uh, it seems like almost every play. Where's the rest of the defense? They were much better, obviously, as you referenced in the second half. But in the first half, they were nowhere to be found. Yeah, and that getting down fourteen, you know, and, and letting up those two touchdowns early, um, you know, I thought it especially that first drive where they scored the touchdown and went to field, it was demoralizing. And it almost seemed like Iowa was playing on its heels the rest of the day. And Michigan State was, they were happy to play the field position game because Iowa's punter couldn't couldn't hit punts. And their punter was putting Iowa back on, you know, with their back against the goal line. And really, that helped Iowa's defense in a way because, they, you know, Michigan State's offense was, was happy to play field position once they got up. Um, I, I think the big thing for me, Jim, is pass rush. There's just not a consistent okay. pass rush there. Um, you know, and, and the last two weeks, both quarterbacks have had plenty of time to throw. Um, and they've got to figure out a way. If, if they can't get it with just the four and the base defense, they're going to have to figure out ways to get at the quarterback and not let these guys get so comfortable back there. Because um, this past week, Lewerke, uh, he was picking them apart in that first part of that game. You mentioned the punter spot. Do we see Ryan Gersande, the true freshman, this week? My guess, Trent, is it's going to be Rastetter to start, but it's going to be a very short leash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gersande was warming up throughout the second half of that game uh, at Michigan State. I shot photos of the so I was keeping an eye on that. And I, he was talking with coaches. I think they were thinking about using him last week. So at this point, I think uh, that Colton Col- Rastetter has probably got all his mulligans that he's going to be given. <laughs> Um, and they'll take the they'll take the red shirt off the freshman if they feel like uh, it gives them a better chance. Jimmy B, you like the sounds of that. You love mulligans. 
That's <laughs> one of my favorites. That's I, 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 when I'm on the golf course, I just keep, you know, I, I've, I've got Mulligan written down on my, on my golf glove. So I, I just raise my hand and say, Mulligan time. And then I hit another one. So look, this is, this is interesting to me with Illinois. And I paid close attention to the Nebraska Illinois game. And Nebraska looked like a world beater. Uh, when they won that game at, at Illinois, and they were so dreadful, even though they finally found a way to beat Rutgers uh, two weeks before. And we discussed the fact that Illinois is going to be a slump buster for most Big Ten teams. They're going to start a new quarterback. It's Jeff George's kid. What do you know about Jeff George Jr.? Nah, that he's not played a whole lot. He had a decent second half against South Florida, but they were playing catch up in that game. I think, I think Illinois' defense against South Florida gave up like 680 yards, some obscene total of yardage. Yeah. Um, and he was just basically in there trying to play catch up. He's got a decent arm. Uh, Mike Dudek is a pretty good receiver. They've got a, you know, decent piece, pieces on that offense and their line is okay. Um, but I think it works to Iowa's advantage, to be honest with you, Jim, because I think guys that could move, Lewerke showed that last week, and, and certainly uh, uh, McSorley showed that as well. If you can move around, you can avoid Iowa's defense quite a bit and maybe make plays off schedule. If somebody's sitting back in that pocket, I think that's, a, that's an advantage to Iowa. So I almost think it, it plays into Iowa's hands. Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Rob, uh, an interesting note. It was a conversation piece a couple of weeks ago before the Penn State game, the amount of tickets that were available. A thousand tickets uh, just left for this one against Illinois. It's homecoming, though homecoming, not the big deal that it once was. Is it what we maybe talked about, one of the theories that were out there? It was just the price point of that Penn State game, and that's what kept 5,000 uh, empty seats for that one. Do you think it's as simple as that? We'll see, Trent. I think it probably played a role in that one, uh, but I think we'll get more of a we'll get a better indication in well, however many weeks that is three weeks, I guess when when Minnesota comes to town, um, and, and it's not a, the homecoming isn't a factor involved. Uh, I think we'll get a, a better indication then. But um, that the cheaper prices certainly don't hurt, and, and the homecoming I think gives a little bump too, and then an earlier game uh, I think helps as well. So. Um, and that game that most people think they can win certainly doesn't hurt. Yeah. So a lot of factors <laughs> playing in their favor this week. Rob, do you expect them to have another $95 ticket price? Is there one out there? Ohio is it State. the Ohio State yeah. game? Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State is, is 95. Or, is it 90 or 95? It's, 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 it's in that ballpark if it's not 95. So, yeah, um, I'll be interested to see, depending on where they are, you know, record-wise at that point, if that factors into it, and we'll get a better indication, too, of, of you know, if people are interested in, in coming when it's, when it's that much money. This is, this is just a huge stretch this, this next month for, the, for this team, guys. They, they've got Illinois to buy, then they've got at Northwestern and Minnesota. If they're going to do anything and stay in this Big Ten West race, which they're hanging by a thread right now, they pretty much got to run these three and, uh, you know, maybe put themselves back in, in position to, to challenge Wisconsin, which is still going to be hard. Rob, we all have this one in the win column. What would happen if they lose this football game? Ooh, boy. Well, I'll call you and Jim to monitor the Hawkeye Nation message boards, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those forums are going to be going crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been, 
it's been rough this week. Um, people were not happy at all with that with the way that Michigan State game went. And I think what hurt them, you know, the Penn State game was okay. We, you know, the fans were thinking we just lost by a thread. It was a one play. They won it at the end of the game. It was heartbreaking, but we played well against the number four team in the country. And then last week, it just felt like Iowa was flat from the start and right. let a game get away that was winnable. And I think that really annoyed people. So if that annoyed people, I can't imagine what would happen if they lost to Illinois this week. Rob Howe is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. I, 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 I did snoop your message boards because I, I find them so comical uh, with some of the things that are on there. And you're absolutely right. You would think that the world was going to end, Rob, if uh, if Illinois came in and, and won this game this weekend. It would be it would be unfathomable what what would be said. We yeah we had all you know we had the full spectrum this week. The media doesn't ask tough enough questions of Kirk right. and the players. Um, you know, nepotism with the offensive coordinator. Um, you name the typical stuff that we get when things like that happen. We got the full spectrum on the message board, so I'd encourage people if they're looking for some comedy relief to, to head over there. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, absolutely love it. Rob com. Rob, enjoy the conversation. We'll talk again in a couple weeks. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Have a good afternoon. Rob Howe, Hawkeye Nation, on the Draft House 50, Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. It's always fun having Rob on the show. We get good stuff out of our guests. It's amazing, Trent. And I'm going to I'm gonna tip the cap to you. Once again, you have done it again, my friend, uh, with the type of guys that we get for guests. It's, it's amazing. Uh, nobody gets the sort of guests that you get. I wish I could take credit, but I can't, so I'm not even going to try. So I will just say great job once again, my partner. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Jimmy B. Thank you for that. We'll uh, take a time out here. We'll come back with another great guest coming up on the other side. We got our man Seth Gruen talking Major League Baseball, getting ready for the second wild card game tonight, Arizona and Colorado. We'll break that thing down and get ready for the division series as well, plus a little Big Ten football talk as a whole with Seth Gruen. He joins us on the other side, Jimmy B and TC. Presented in part by Villaggio. You're looking for fine Italian dining? Make it Villaggio your next time out. Two locations, one on 100th Street in Urbandale and the original in Norwalk, Villaggio Italian Dining. We'll take the time out back with more in a moment. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Sponsored by Target. Trick out your Halloween at Target with costumes, candy, decor, and more. With scary good prices every week. Target Run. 
and done. Hi, I'm Tabitha Coffee, TV personality and small business advisor. Many of the businesses I work with just need extra capital for things like remodeling or purchasing more products. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash transform or 855-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K, 855-CABBAGE. Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet 699 bucks or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kida smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kida makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR are you sick of the same old tired lunches leftovers bad drive-through options food dudes delivery has your answer food dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the des moines metro Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All 
All right, everybody, welcome back in as we roll all the way till 6 o'clock today. Jim and Trent, you can always join us at 264-1700. That's 264-1700. Seth Gruen, you've heard him on this show many times. We'll do some Major League Baseball conversation and sneak in a couple of Big Ten football uh, topics as well with Seth. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Seth. How are you, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? We're doing great. Uh, take us back to last night with what you saw. And if you were a Twins fan, like my partner Trent, you were thoroughly excited because the Yankees couldn't even get their pitcher out of the first inning. And the Twins jumped on that 3 nothing lead. And then all of a sudden, uh, it was like, okay, here comes New York, and they're going to end up winning the game. Yeah, and that's kind of why you gave, I think, New York the edge heading into a one-game scenario because, as I've said before, baseball has a lot of nuance. But when you can hit the long ball and hit the ball out of the park like the Yankees can, it gives you an advantage because you can really change the dynamic of the game with one at that. You know, Seth, uh, that game last night, even at the time, and it's a little bit of revisionist history now, but after they chase Severino, Green comes in, Two on, two runners in scoring position, and one out. Those back-to-back strikeouts that Green was able to get, uh, striking out Buxton and then Castro. You're up 3 nothing. You're happy about that from a Twins perspective. But even at that time, it felt big that the Yankees were able to escape just giving up the three. Well, yeah, huge. I mean, any time you know, you're looking at the business end of a potentially big inning, you know, a cure-all for that are, are, are back-to-back strikeouts or, or strikeouts in general. Um, you know, look, any time a, a, a hitter doesn't touch the ball, that's most advantageous uh, for any defensive team because then you don't need to worry about errors either. But, yeah, um, you know, looking back, those loom huge in a game like that for sure. Uh, take me then to the Yankees and with what we saw last night. Do you give them a puncher's chance against Cleveland? Yeah, you know, Jimmy, this is the team that I picked to get out of the AL and go to the World Series. Okay. Um, and quite honestly, I'm not going to back off of that. I know that you know they're going to be going up against a really, really good pitching staff that's now seasoned and has been through this before. But again, I tend to go with teams that are able to to change the game by hitting the long ball, just because these playoff games they're so so close that what you really do is you don't give them a puncher's chance, you give them a, a hitter's chance, you give them a power hitter's chance. Um, which is kind of a, a parallel analogy to the whole boxing thing. So, yeah, I think they're going to end up winning. So you're all, all in on this squad, Seth, and the way baseball has changed, talk a little bit about that, the evolution. Last year at this time when division series were getting ready to start up, nobody, nobody gave the Indians any chance at all to get through, not to the, to the divisional round, but to get through the, uh, through the ALCS, but... They're able to patch a rotation together after they lost Salazar, after they lost Carrasco, and it was Kluber, and then that bullpen. Bullpens are so important. Is, is this just going to continue where everybody in baseball is just going to be out there looking for the next power arm and, and helping out to bolster their bullpen? Well, I think over the past five years, and, and New York Times Magazine actually did a great article about this, particularly about, uh, you know, last year and, and Andrew Miller and the effect he had on Cleveland and how it was a little ridiculous that in last year's wild card game, Sherwalter didn't get Zach Britton in the game. But I think 
general managers are recognizing the importance of putting together a bullpen um, in the off season and spending a lot of money on that. We saw the Royals basically, you know, get the back-to-back World Series on the heels of a great bullpen um, and not such great starting pitching. And I think that it was previously thought that you'd need great starting pitchers who could go seven, eight innings in the playoffs. But really, if you have a really good bullpen capable of pitching, hey, you know, even even five or six innings, that's going to pay dividends. And I mm-hmm. think that's what you're seeing general managers do. Is you're, you're seeing an era of baseball where teams are focusing more on you know developing young relief arms, and, and there's questions when you know when you have a young power arm coming into your organization whether or not he's going to start or pitch in relief because one shut down inning in the playoffs is just enormous. And I think we saw that last year with the Indians. And, and, and Andrew Miller. Seth Gruen is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Seth, take me then to the National League Wild Card tonight. These two teams know each other very well. They play in the same division, Arizona, Colorado. Uh, the game in Phoenix tonight, and Zach Granke takes the mound. He is 13 and one at home. Uh, I mean, you you have to put all your stock in the D-backs tonight, don't you? A hundred percent. And look, that's why they gave Zach Granke that huge contract. And I know that they fell short last year of expectations, way short. Um, but they were able to do 180 this year. And, and, and again, I think momentum is as good as the next, day, next day's starting pitcher. And, you know, I just got done talking about the Yankees and their ability to hit the ball out of the ballpark. But, you know, when you have a dominant pitcher who's, who's capable of shutting down any lineup, you know, edge goes to the team with, with that guy on the hill. Uh, that said, Greggy isn't immune to having an off night, and if you're the Rockies, you hope that's the case. But if he's on, um, I, I don't see the Rockies having much of a chance. Well, on the other side, opposing him, a, a pretty good ki- pitcher in his own right, but uh, one that not a lot of people know a whole lot about. Uh, for the people that haven't seen much Rockies baseball, I'm sure that's a lot of people here in Iowa. <laughs> Tell us about John Gray. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he's been a solid pitcher for them, unquestionably, in my opinion, the guy you want pitching in this game. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny. I think that those West divisions get ignored a lot. I know this kind of is a tangent, but, um, you know, we talk about on the AL side, too, those teams don't seem to get a lot of love. And, and here we have two of them squaring off in the wild card game. But, you know, I, I'd take Zach Cranky over him for sure. But, you know, he's a guy who's going to keep them in this ball game. I expect it to be really low scoring. East Coast bias. East Coast bias. Christian McCaffrey <laughs> yeah, should have won sure. the Heisman. No, East he Coast bias. Have. Yes, like, he should have. No, shouldn't have. Jeff. Yes, he should have. His junior year, he should have won the Heisman. He was a runaway, runaway candidate, and those freaking bozos in the East hosed the kid. All right, enough of that. But that's that's my thought process. Is that the games begin so late? Nobody really sees. They they know the Dodgers are good. All you got to do is look at their record. The Diamondbacks, Colorado, nobody even watches those teams. Especially with baseball. Um, you yeah. Know, you, you talk about some I think there are people in, in the college football world don't realize uh, UCLA plays late and, and some of these Mountain West teams. Uh, you know, that's an age-old sort of tradition of those in the Central and East, Eastern time zones ignoring the teams out West. And certainly in baseball, that, that, that's the case, especially with case of play issues. People on a weeknight just don't have the time to dedicate you know, four hours to a game that starts at 10 o'clock. 
And it, it's continuing on. We saw Chris Peterson talk about that this week yep. with his Washington Huskies and uh, playing the late game out there. People aren't staying up till 2 in the morning to watch West Coast football. It's the reality and, and something that the Pac-12 certainly has to figure out on its own. Well, with that, uh, let's get into a little football before we run out of time with you. Big Ten slate uh, coming up this weekend. And the last real opportunity for a L for Wisconsin on the road at Nebraska can the Cornhuskers after, all right, they beat the two worst teams in the Big Ten by far. They beat Rutgers, and they beat Illinois. Could they pull an upset here, or is it still too tall of a task for Nebraska? I think it's way too tall a task. I think after what I saw Wisconsin do to Northwestern, I know you and Trent, you, Trent, you both, you and I thought we were going to be that, that chief contender to yeah. Wisconsin in the West. I, I, I just don't see Wisconsin losing to anybody outside of maybe Michigan, I think that Nebraska can probably, you know, take a lot from the defensive effort against Illinois last week, but that's, uh, this is an entirely different Wisconsin team. I have a feeling we're going to see Alex Hornerbrook take a step this week after committing those three turnovers in the first half that Wisconsin offense started out slow. A little bit of credit goes to Northwestern, but nonetheless, this week, I, I really see Wisconsin taking that step in its development and looking even more like a national championship contender than they already do but here's the bottom line in wisconsin as that team usually does is an outstanding running game and an outstanding running back in jonathan taylor what can't nebraska do well that's not the run and um at the end of the day um i think that's going to win out and, and i really don't see this game being close okay, okay take me then to wisconsin in recent wisconsin history how good is the team that is going to play this weekend against Nebraska compared to, say, in the last three, four years of, Nebraska, of uh, Wisconsin football? Oh, well, Barry Alvarez had some pretty good teams that went to uh, three straight Rose Bowls. I mean, it, you know, mm-hmm. if, if, if it isn't the best, they're in good company, but I can't remember the last time Wisconsin had a national championship contender or a team that looked this much like a national championship contender. I'm like, that's all the credit to their defense. This is probably the best defense in the country. I don't necessarily care what statistics they say. They're just very, very hard to score on and have been really outstanding in the second half, obviously. So when all said and done, this could be the very best team Wisconsin has had. And, you know, I thought that whoever came out of the East was going to win the Big Ten championship in a walk at least at the beginning of the season. And now I'm not so sure. I think Wisconsin, who, you know, I, I think is just the overwhelming favorite to get there still, is probably going to give, whether it's Ohio State or Penn State or, or even Michigan, a run for their money. And I know they play each other during the regular season. But um, I see Wisconsin probably as, as that second or third best team in the conference right now, I, I think on a neutral site, they give Ohio State a run for their money. I think you have to give them a nod to Penn State right now. Um, but a Penn State-Wisconsin matchup would be very, very interesting, too. Well, uh, with that, you mentioned Michigan this week. They get Michigan State. We saw Sparty last weekend against the Hawkeyes. Uh, Michigan, though, turning to another quarterback, new quarterback as O'Corn comes in after the injury to Wilton Spate. Uh, your thoughts on O'Corn? And, and some people believe... He's a guy that maybe will be able to generate a little bit more O for the Wolverines. Yeah, I think some of the belief in John O'Corn stems from, you know, the lack of belief in Wilton Spade. Clearly, John O'Corn isn't any more accurate than Wilton Spade, or else he would have won the job out of camp. But what you do have an opportunity here to see if you're John O'Corn, he's a little bit more mobile. 
and you see just how the offense in totality uh, performs under him. Oftentimes when you have these quarterback controversies, it's not necessarily the coach who decides. It's the offense, because usually when there's a quarterback battle, you've got two guys of, of, of similar skill set and similar ability, um, and I think this is just an opportunity for O'Corn to step in and take that job, because Wilton State certainly hasn't done enough to say that when he is healthy, he's going to get the job back. So well, let's see how that offense performs under him. It's always great, Pat, uh, Seth, when we catch up with you, man. Great stuff, of course, on MLB and terrific stuff on Big Ten football. Thank you, Guy, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, you guys can enjoy those games uh, this weekend. You got it. Thank you. Seth Gruen, Major League Baseball, right here on the Draft House 50 hotline. Trent, look, I'm, I'm with him. I'm convinced now that Wisconsin uh, is just sort of tuning up. And I'm with him where I believe that they will go in and put a beat down on Nebraska. Uh, do you see it differently, or are you trending that way as well? No, I'm still not there. I'm still – they haven't played anybody. You know, with, I know that, yeah. Northwestern was a paper tiger. That offensive line was in shambles. I, I wish I would have known that before I made the pick. But I, I told <laughs> you that day I, that I picked yeah. Northwestern, I hear, just a little bit later on how bad their offensive line was, and uh, right. I wish I could go back and change that one. That's not the case, but they haven't played anybody, and and they very well mm-hmm. might not play anybody until they play Michigan. You, you know, Iowa comes to town. Well, what's that Iowa team going to be? This could be a 10-0 and 0 team that we know nothing about before Michigan comes to town, and even there, uh, how good are the Wolverines? At that point, we will see. You figure they're going to continue to get better, but I'm still not a big believer. I don't know. I, I think Nebraska hangs around. It's just a hunch. I don't have a strong conviction about it. Just a hunch that the Cornhuskers hang around. And Jimmy B, you got to get off Christian McCaffrey. All right, his Rose Bowl stats didn't count that year. Yes, he was great. Derrick Henry, though, was a superior player in 2015. Totally disagree. We agree to disagree on that one. Disagree on that one. He broke Barry Sanders' record, and he didn't win the Heisman? Come on. He lost to Northwestern. <laughs> Lost to Northwestern. Okay. Okay. Where was he? Where was he? They lost 16-6. I I know what they lost. First game of the year. Okay. Where was Christian McCaffrey? Your Heisman winner. Heisman winner. I hear you. You're not allowed a loss against Northwestern. You're not allowed a loss. Okay. No, no, you're allowed losses. That's fine. You're not allowed losses to Northwestern. That's what I put in there. (laughs) We'll come back here. that. Five o'clock hour around the corner next. Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. To relieve muscle cramps in your legs and feet, reach for TheraWorks Relief. This fast-acting foam can even prevent muscle cramps. Get TheraWorks Relief today at theraworksrelief.com. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the kid a smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kita makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. Ransomware is software that can infiltrate your business through email, enabling cyber criminals to hijack sensitive information as ransom for your own data's release. Leveraging Barracuda email security with advanced threat detection can stop a ransomware attack in its tracks. As an added measure, Barracuda Backup allows you to recover your data without having to surrender to extortion. Crime doesn't pay when you protect your business data with Barracuda. Go to barracuda.com slash ransomware to learn more. It's the Columbus Day Sale at JCPenney. Shop now for up to 40% off select major appliance hot deals from your favorite brands like LG, GE, and Samsung. Plus, get 30-month special financing on purchases of $7.99 or more with your JCPenney credit card. Plus, free delivery and basic installation on all appliance purchases over $2.99. Add it up. These deals can't be beat. JCPenney. Available in select stores. Some exclusions apply. Financing terms valid 927 to 1012. Must request at time of purchase. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store or jcp.com slash appliances for details. Free delivery not available in all areas. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358. 